Today is Wednesday, November 25th, 2020, and this is Radio Wave. This is Radio Wave with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. We want to start with about a novena that we do every year for the last several years. It's my favorite novena. If you do it and you participate in it, you'll comprehend the deepness of how much Christmas you can have. I wrote this several years ago. We didn't script it. It was just a freelance meditation. I recommend strongly for you to order this. Because we don't prepare for Christmas in the right way. And our latest message today, on the 25th, through Maria, is about preparation for Christmas and making our heart ready. How can you do anything better than do a nine-day novena right up to Christmas Day? We're going to play the fifth day just to give you a sample of what you'll hear. Your Christmas will be different through this novena. So we play this so you can have a taste of what it is like. The nine days before Christmas, day five, December 20th. If Christmas is about anything, it's about... Several years ago, I was working with ABC 2020 in New York, and Ed Koch, the mayor at that time, gathered up 2,500 street people. He fed them, he clothed them, put them in an apartment, gave them a year of job training. After that, he put them in civil jobs, garbage trucks on the parks, different things in the city. Within one year, every single one of the 2,500 people we're back on the streets. I went from New York to Medjugorje. I was talking to Maria and telling her this story about how lazy and sorry people can be. And I was telling this story, and then she said, and I said, this is wrong. She says, no. And she put a finger on her temple and said, this is poverty of mind. And I was stunned because what I saw, rottenness in man, she saw the Jesus in the man. 
And when she explained that, I never thought of it that before. The people were crippled mentally from their family life, the way they're raised. But that every man has a soul. Our Lady has taught us, the scriptures teach us, the saints tell us that we're to see Jesus in every person. And if every person on earth has a soul in them, this is of God, and that's the part of God that's in them. So we always are to see Jesus in the person, in that individual. No matter how vile, no matter how bad, no matter how good, or what we think of him. And this is love. Years in the beginning of, in the first year of Medjugorje, Maria asked Our Lady about reading the books of the Point Man God. Our Lady said they must be read. There's people who say you can't read them. The church says you can. But in that, Jesus tells us many things. One thing Our Lady is doing for us right now is creating an efficient group of people that are formed that not only will say she exists and Jesus exists, but they will give the features of an essential teaching of how and what it is she's saying. Jesus says in the poor man God, First of all, I tell you that it's absolutely necessary for you to love one another and be united. This group of people out there is raising up, the apostles, have to love each other, have to be totally united. He goes on and says, Who are you? Men of every social condition, of different ages, and from everywhere. He says something profound at that moment. I prefer to choose those who are not indoctrinated because I will more easily instill in them my doctrine. Amazing. This is the problem today. We're indoctrinated. Our whole views of our holy days, our holidays, whatever it may be, our work, the schools, there's an indoctrination taking place. We don't understand circumstances about 2,500 people on the streets getting a job and going back on the streets other than explaining they're lazy. What's their background? What kind of war zone were they raised in their family? Were they ever given a work ethic? I'm not excusing their laziness. I still don't do that. But one thing I see is that we have to find out through love the reasons things are the way they are. And you won't discover that without that. A lady said December 19th, 1985, the more you will to love your neighbor, the more you shall experience Jesus, especially on Christmas. An amazing statement. Love is the fabric for everything. Without it, you can achieve nothing, Our Lady says. With love, you'll achieve everything. We're commissioned. We're part of a formed group by Our Lady that is to explain the essential features of Our Lady's doctrine of really who Jesus is in this modern time. If you follow Our Lady, you'll understand with all the theology and all the things that assail us, and I say that in a way that it makes us think the wrong way, that Our Lady wants us to think the simple way. And all we have to do is love to achieve that. In the point man God, it says how powerful family can be. And Christmas is about family, the first holy family 2,000 years ago.
Jesus says, you're like one family. When does a family thrive and when does the world admire it? When its members are united and of the same mind. If one son becomes the enemy of another, if one brother harms another, is it possible for the posterity of that family to last long? No. In vain the father of the family strives to work, to smooth down difficulties, to impose himself on the world. And his efforts are not successful because the wealth of the family falls to pieces. Their difficulties increase. The world laughs at the perpetual quarrels by which their hearts and possessions fall apart. Which, if you're united, were powerful against the world. Instead, they're broken into small knots of tiny opposite interest. And enemies of the family take more and more advantage of them to hasten their ruin. You must never be like that. Be united. Love one another. You must love one another to help one another. Our lady's plans is to teach us this. And yet we have a discontentment today. There's some people that live in a constant state of discontentment. Never can they be pleased, never satisfied, and when something can be as good as it can be, a constant discontented person will find the smallest flaw to make a good into a bad. We must love first in the family. And he said, June 6, 1985, During these days, people from all nations will be coming into this parish. And now I am calling you to love. Love first all of your own household members, and then you'll be able to accept and love all who are coming. Love achieves everything. Love achieves what's most impossible. If Christmas is about anything, it's about love. You must decide for love, and you must have the will to love your neighbor to experience the real Christmas. If you do not do that, you cheat yourself, you cheat your family, and your path is one of rain with the culture and the way it's going. So a family that loves conquers the world, and love leads to glory. We as a family are to be a song of love. We are to sing love. This Christmas, love. We wish you a lady. We love you. Goodbye. Windshields kissed with stone on this endless interstate. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. We sing love, love, love is glorious. Friends and family near, no more judgments, no more fear.
sweetly singing o'er the plain And I've heard the mountains echoing their sweet refrain They sing Of course, that's the meditation for the beginning of the fifth day. And from there, you go into a rosary. You'll be investing about 45 minutes a night for nine days before Christmas. And it's an investment. Something comes from that. Something can change in your family. Of course, the song was about love. And that's what Christmas is about. We're in a time of love, warmth, prayer, and joy. Why do we have that in the winter? having a fireplace, all those things, the coziness to that, and the ability to have remembrances of Jesus. So what does that lady tell us today? A message for the world. We're headed for a year from now for the last month, December 25th of the 40th year. What will the world look like? What's going to happen? Do you think you can invest into this novena? You call Caritas, you order this, and you do this with your family. The times are too serious not to do that. So let's hear what Our Lady said today for the whole world and at the same time for you as an individual. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's November 25th, 2020 Monthly Message to the World. Dear children, this is a time of love, warmth, prayer, and joy. Pray, little children, for little Jesus to be born in your hearts. Open your hearts to Jesus, who gives himself to each of you. God sent me to be joy and hope in this time. And I am saying to you, without little Jesus, you do not have the tenderness or the feeling of heaven which is hidden in the newborn. Therefore, little children, work on yourselves. By reading the sacred scripture, you will discover Jesus' birth and joy as in the first days 
which Medjugorje gave to mankind. History will be truth, which, also today, is being repeated in you and around you. Work on and build peace through the sacrament of confession. Reconcile with God, little children, and you will see miracles around you. Thank you for having responded to my call. Our lady didn't say you may be see miracles around you. She said you will see miracles around you. Our lady's telling us something because preceding that, is she said, say work on and build peace. And she tells us how to do that. She says, through the sacrament of confession, that makes everything new. The problem we have is people don't believe what they sin. You can do anything, and you can be forgiven of anything, except the sin against the Holy Spirit. And that would be in the sense of Jesus can't forgive me. His price on the cross is not enough to forgive my sins. If you have that mentality, you're belittling what Jesus did on his death on the cross. There's nothing that cannot be forgiven if you seek that. And that's the difference of those who go to confession for their sins. They're entering into the construction of building peace. So the world has been called right now to reconcile with God. Our Lady's asking for us to be converted. And once you're converted through Our Lady, there can be no night so dark that you can't get through it. And I can tell you, most people who are converted, they can't wake through the night without having Our Lady on their mind. I do that. I think most of you would do that. Through the night, when you wake up, you maybe have your rosary in your hand. Or if you don't, as an apostle of Our Lady, she's on your mind through the night. I think it's impossible not to be thinking about her. And you have her on her mind through the night.
Virgin Mary came down from heaven today and appeared exactly like Jesus did on the Transfiguration because he was in his human body and was transfigured. Peter, James, and John saw him on Mount Tabor. Our lady said in Medjugorje, you are on a Tabor. What is she saying in that? I am here in my transfigured body. That's why Maria says you can't explain what she looked like. She comes into the light of the sun. She's beautiful beyond anything can be explained through language. So what does it mean to you? When she says today, coming down to heaven, and we're in this moment, and people will be looking at this for decades into the centuries of whatever the world has left. And she said these words today. In your time, in this moment, in your life. She says, God sent me to be joy and hope in this time. You're alive now. I am alive. What are we doing with this? Continue life as it is. When it's changing right in front of us, passing away, falling apart. And you're not changing those aspects of your life that doesn't glorify God. You want to still hold on to those things? They're going away because she said only what's going to be left is what glorifies God. 
So God sent me to be joy and hope in this time. I am saying to you. Then she pauses and she says this. Without little Jesus, you do not have the tenderness or the feeling of heaven, which is hidden in the newborn. What does that mean? What is our lady saying here? Why did she say, which is hidden in the newborn? Why didn't she say, which is hidden in the baby Jesus? I never thought about it when my children were born, that there was a joy. I felt something. There was something so tender to it. And it's because God himself was born. And that's why everybody's always happy about a baby being born. There's a joy there. I never tied that to that until I saw that hidden in the newborn. It's not just Jesus. It's that Jesus came through the womb. And that supernatural joy, if you're in prayer and you love God, you'll experience that. And I realized it was the joy of Christmas at the birth of every one of my children. Profound. But you don't have tenderness or the feeling of heaven which is hidden the newborn if you're committing abortion. You don't have the tenderness there. It's hidden. And you can only have it as if you're walking with God. There's something beautiful about birth. And so many people have never found it because there are people out there who is abortion after abortion. That hardens a heart. They never discover or come to know that tenderness. With that little Jesus, you do not have the tenderness or the feeling of heaven which is hidden in the newborn. This is something profound. Is there other things profound in this message? It certainly is. I just loved how our lady started this message today. This is a time of love, warmth, prayer, and joy. Pray, little children, for little Jesus to be born in your hearts. That's what this nine days before Christmas is about. Can't you invest into that? Because investment means you're trying to propagate something that what you put into an investment to get a return on it. I encourage you strongly to do this for your family. And you'll know the tenderness of Jesus. And yet we see now we're in battle, we're in war. Our lady talked about that, the great struggle coming. You knew about the message. The angels of light fighting the angels of the dark. I was thinking earlier today, a saint is someone who goes through hell and not be affected by it because a saint's life is hell. They suffer. And we're experiencing these things today. You have to go through the flames and the fire that the Holy Family went through. The difficulties, getting up in the middle of the night, going to Egypt, all the sufferings. So contemplate these things. When love's a battle and life's a war When I just can't go on fighting anymore when I'm surrounded and they're closing in When I feel the bullets graze against my skin This world's a war zone 
But I've got a shield I won't surrender Cause your love feels Like an army of How do you win? How do you fight? I already said February 25th, 1987. I beseech you, surrender. That's the key. When you're in battle, you don't surrender to darkness. You surrender to light. So in this message I just quoted, I already said, I beseech you, surrender to the Lord, your entire past, all the evil that has accumulated in your hearts, the world has piled it up onto us everywhere we turned. Everything's taking place. All modernism, consumerism, everything assails us throughout the day. January 2nd, 1986. 
Surrender yourselves completely and you shall be able to live everything I'm telling you. It shall not be difficult for you to surrender yourselves completely to God. That's who he put the white flag toward. Not to darkness. Many people today are surrendering to darkness, to the world, to all its ways, to their demise. June 29th, 1992. I want... And remember, Ali gets what she wants, except through our free wills if we don't. But when she goes before God, she gets it. I want to invite you to surrender completely to me. Let her, her time here of love, the warmth she brings to us, the prayer that she prompts in our hearts, equals joy. The song just said, if hate is poison, then love is the cure. And that's who descended down today. She gave a message once says, Love descends down to you. If you looked in the dictionary in heaven that they have, and you look up love, it says, The Queen of Peace. Our lady said something really incredible today. She said, By reading the sacred scriptures, you will discover Jesus' birth and joy, as in the first days which Medjugorje gave to mankind. And what is incredible to me is the next sentence after saying that. She says, history will be truth. Why is she saying that? Because history, we're learning and indoctrinated now what you just heard on the meditation of the fifth day of Christmas Novena, that we're indoctrinated. The history we're getting is false. It's lying voices. And it's strange the way Ali says that. As in the first days which Medjugorje gave to mankind, history will be truth. She's come here to reverse the revisionist who has changed history. People are hearing today, every day, about corona and all kinds of things. They've been given bad information, which becomes history tomorrow. And they think they understand what happened in history. Next week, they'll be thinking, oh, I remember in history. It's a lie. She's here for history to be truth. And she adds to that, which also today is being repeated in you and around you. What is she here for? To repeat the birth of Jesus? No, she gave us a message and she said, Jesus is not coming back in a manger. Is he coming back? Yes. A second time. And that's what she's here for, the woman of Revelation 12. She's preceded Jesus the first time, and history will show again today, being repeated, that she is here for his second coming. And to prepare yourself, purify yourself through the sacrament of confession, and reconcile with God, and you will see miracles around you. Our Lady says, February 25th, 1987, a message I've already quoted, but there's another part of it says, Today, I want to wrap you all in my mantle. You mean, Mary, that you want to put your arms around me, around you, around us, around the whole world? You want to save our lives because we're drowning in this world today? We need hope. We need you to catch us. We're falling. So many people today are crippled. We have broken family, broken hearts, who wants to be loved, 
but do not know how to accept it. People are scared to love because the love means you can lose love. And many people won't allow themselves to love. Our Lady's come for us to allow her to put her arms around us. I never thought that you would be the one to hold my heart. But you came around and you knocked me off the ground from the start.
lady told us today, little children, for little Jesus to be born in your hearts. Who's Jesus' father? God the Father. Did the angels call God the Father before that? He became a father at the point when the Virgin Mary was upon the earth. And through the Holy Spirit conceived in her. And God became a father. And since that point, Satan hates fatherhood because he hates God. And fatherhood has been attacked more so in this time in history than ever. Yes, Eve went against the husband who would be a father. That's why Hollywood demeans, belittles, is caustic to fatherhood. Because to be in that position is to be in the position of the authority of God. To guide your family, to navigate them through their whole life.
So this Christmas, we're supposed to have Jesus in our hearts and born. Oh, we don't need to forget of God the Father, that he gave his Son for us, for peace, for love, and for direction. Invest this Christmas a novena in gratitude to God the Father and what he's bestowed through the gifts of his mother. We wish you, Our Lady, we love you. Good night. This ends the Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.